places in five. Hello, welcome to another episode of Places in Five with your hosts, Fishman and Lizzie. How hey. you doing, Liz? Oh, I'm good, Fishman. How are you? I'm I'm doing well. I'm it's good. It's all good. That's always good. Starting off good. Yeah. Let's stay there. Well, it is always good. What's not to be good about, right? The show must always go on, no matter what comes your way. You got to keep on keeping on. Oh, you crazy. You go right for the right for the topic, which is today is the show must go on. And you are so right. It is it is one it is one of the top rules, if not the number one rule, at least I learned uh, as a young person in in business and show business that the show must go on. Yep, has that been your experience? Absolutely, and I don't. I wonder if people outside of the entertainment business embrace that phrase as a, a mantra to remind oneself that regardless of what comes your way, you got to keep on going. Sure, because it's an all purpose phrase. It's an all encompassing kind of phrase. Yeah. Yeah, it's 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 in the pop culture that it applies to just just about everything. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, I would think so. I mean, I'm so jaded. It's like you said, it's something that I've heard all my life, and I actually was curious to see the origin of where it came from. And sure enough, it does come from show business. Yes, I I saw that too online. Yes, but what I found, and I don't know what you what you found, is that uh, it comes from the circus, mm-hmm. right? You saw that too? And that that's fascinating. So the whole idea of I guess it's the same thing for working with animals and children, but the in the circus, if the if the uh animals got loose or an, a performer got injured, the ringmaster and the band would have to keep on going so that the audience wouldn't panic. So the whole idea of like, you know, taking care of the 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 audience and keeping the show going so everybody stays focused and entertained, it's still applicable to Every other scenario, you know, henceforth. But uh, it's funny how it got its start. Totally. Well, to- well, it's always about the audience, right? I mean, the audience comes, they come into the theater or into a show or wherever they, a movie even, and they want to be entertained. They paid their money. They want to see what they expect to see. And I think, um, and I and actually you can easily apply that to kind of the customer is always right kind of thing. Um, the customer comes in and, uh, to your restaurant or your bar or your business and expects, has a level of expectation. Uh, so, and, and that's exactly where the, uh, the audience comes in. Right. If you're in the moment of whatever that is, the, the thing that you're the performing or the service you're providing, you don't necessarily get to say, wait, this isn't working. Can we start all over again? Can you please go back and walk in the door? You, you know, you have to take it right from where it is. I mean, maybe in a, a retail situation, you can call in a manager to help you if you're in a bad situation. But um, if you're in a corporation mm-hmm. and you're doing a presentation at a meeting, oh, no you've got to keep on going. If all of a sudden, yeah. you know, your PowerPoint stops working, you don't get to say, oh, everybody, let's come back tomorrow. You have to keep ongoing, right? So it just, it's life. It life is, is uh, the, it's such a great phrase. I love it. It's so applicable to everything. It is. And and I have a funny um, example of it many years ago when I did, um, and I think, I'm sure I've told you the story, but at Bush Gardens, when I was an entertainer, singer, dancer there in Tampa, that um, we had a number of cast members and swing members who, you know, understudies 
on certain days, everybody would switch off. And on this one day, there was somebody, not enough performers, somebody called in sick. It was just, we couldn't really mount the show. So the front office, quote unquote, Bush people, Bush Gardens people, canceled the show that day. And I remember it was the first experience in my years of performing that a show got canceled because we didn't have enough members or something. It was, it was just very odd to me. And I remember going up to the front office and I said, well, what do you mean the show's canceled? That it's not possible. The show must go on. Right. Right. And they were like, well, it can't, you know, and they had a very, uh, what I call a corporate kind of, um, attitude. Well, this is the fact, these are the facts and it can't go on. So we're not going on. No big deal. And it was so against the grain of everything I had learned from childhood up in all my training that the show must go on. I, I, right. I just found it so foreign and it was so weird to me. So um, I remember being very incensed by the whole experience. How many people did that uh, theater seat? Was it one of those big amphitheater kind of things? Yeah, it was an outdoor amphitheater that people would come and go uh, all during the show. Yep. So that's really weird to go out there and have nobody out there with all those empty seats. Well, that did happen on, on occasion. There were, we would go out and there'd be nobody. Um, and then maybe a couple of people would come in or there'd be two people to start. Um, one of the guys, I remember our announcer, the rest of us were backstage and he came out and he said, oh, welcome both of you to our show here at Bush Gardens. And we were backstage. We're like, oh, no, two people. <laughs> Ugh, all this work for two people. But two audience members, you have to still go out and do it. That's right. right? Yeah. Um, but the actual show, my other example was that the actual show was shut down that day. We didn't perform at all that day. And I was, it was just so bizarre to me. And it was my first experience. That has to be one of the most quintessential stories that actors will tell, because I think everybody's got to have that. I mean, I know I've had that situation. Remember when we did The Will Company, the storytelling and we were in the World Financial Center yes. at Christmas time wearing black cloaks. Oh. And we were walking around telling stories in yes. these marble hallways. And sometimes it, it was painful to try and get an audience to start listening to us. Or maybe we'd get that one person or that one little kid with his mom. And then maybe the crowd would grow around them. But it's just, you know, we all have those stories where. It's just there's nobody there and uh -huh. here you've got to do it. If one person shows up, it's like you have to do it. It's right. like amazing. You have to do it. Yes. Right. It's almost like if you're, I guess if you're a store owner and you open your store and nobody ever comes in that day, which I'm sure has happened in the world, you, there's nothing you can do. You still have to open the store, right? Keep going. Right, of course. It's a business. You can't just, oh, I'll, you know, I'm not going to open the store today. It's just not, that's not how it works, right? That's not how life works. That's not how business works. But actually here, I have a great story. I, I remember hearing it years ago about the show must go on. And it was, I think it was in the 80s, actually. Geraldine Page, famous actress, um, well-respected. And she was doing a show actually called Blythe Spirit on Broadway. And I think it's an old coward play. And uh, she did not show up for the matinee and evening performances of the show. It was a Saturday. And of course, the understudy went on. And uh, they came to find out that she was home that day and was sick and had died. Literally just died that day. So she didn't show up to the theater uh, because she was dead. 
And I think that night I even read that the producer or stage manager or somebody came out and said, hey, um, just so you know, after the evening's performance or maybe before, that Geraldine Page had passed away and uh, the show was going to go on. And so the understudy, of course, took over the role. I mean, that's a very unusual circumstance, uh-huh. but it is the old, well, you know, I, I remember hearing even as a joke, look, you you better show up. If you don't show up, uh, you better be dead. You know what I mean? It's that kind of thing. Like, And in this instance, um, Ms. Page was literally dead. She didn't show up because she was dead. <laughs> well, that's a, we'll give her a pass. That sounds like that's a legitimate excuse. It's crazy. If you're dead, it's okay. You don't have to show up. You know, you remind me that I was doing a show a couple of years ago. It was in the summer. It was an outdoor summer theater and it was hairspray. And at night, you know, it's one of those summers where even at night it didn't cool off. It was almost like it was worse at night. The whole humidity of the day just kind of sat there. Mm. And with the lights on stage, it was even hotter. It was 110 degrees. Crazy. And um, the week was just, the whole week was like that. Saturday, the last Saturday of the show, I was very dehydrated and I passed out in my kitchen and can't, and Karen and the boys, uh, you know, they, they freaked out of course. And, um, they, so, uh, Karen calls nine one one. Um, they come, they, uh, they did take me to the hospital because they're, you know, it's completely unexplained. Mm -hmm. And they, in the hospital, they give me, maybe in the ambulance, they, they gave me some, uh, an IV and I instantly felt better because just the liquids in my body. Of course. So now I'm, I'm waiting for the doctor just to check me out in the, in the hospital and tell me it's okay to go. And he's like, yeah, you're dehydrated. You just need rest and fluid. You'll be fine. And I was, and my immediate reaction was, but I, I have a show tonight, so there's no problem that I do the show, yeah. right? And he looks at me like, well, you're a little crazy. Uh, you need to rest. And Karen was looked at me like I was just complete idiot. And, and I looked at the mm-hmm. two of them and I'm like, I don't really have a choice. I mean, there's no understudy. And so I call the stage mm-hmm. manager and I'm letting her know what's going on. And, and she's like, well, you got to take care of yourself. I mean, if you can't do the show, you can't do the show. And I'm like, well, what are you going to do if I can't do the show? And she's like, I guess we'll have right. the producer just stand there and read your, read the lines. And, oh. and I was like, Oh, that's horrible. there was no way I was going to let that happen. There was no way I was going to be associated with somehow See? allowing that. And I went and I did the show. I didn't feel great, but I did it. And then when it was over, I just got home and I just crashed. And, and it's just, yeah, yeah that right. need to, to, it, to persevere is, I don't, maybe that's a part of the ego well, that it, makes us want to be performers that it's tied into that. I don't know. No, I, I, well, I mean, of course I think that's part of it, but I, I don't think it's ego. I really think it's, it's a training thing. It's something you learned and I learned it's ingrained in us. Yeah. It really is ingrained in our work ethic. And I carry that. I know for a fact, I carry that through everything I do throughout my life. Mm-hmm. It's not, it's definitely in my regular work job. You know, I, if I'm not sick or whatever, I go to work. I make sure I'm there. Yes. You know, if there's no problems, I'm, I'm there. Even when I'm sick, I'm there. It's just part of who we are. And I think that's, that's a really great skill slash understanding to have. Um, I had even written a piece a couple of years ago, I think it was on my, um, on my website, on the And I talked about this lesson that I learned in the theater that 
is a great lesson for life, right? And one of the, the couple of the words I used were, it's a lesson in strength and perseverance. And I think that's what it is, this, this important lesson that, you know, it builds strong character, keeping going, that you don't let, you know, illness or pain or sadness or fear get in your way and right. shut you down. You just keep going. Yes. You just keep going. I mean, we all do. Doesn't everybody really kind of, if they wake up one day, they don't feel good or whatever, or they're having problems in life that they just get up. Most people just get up and keep going. And I think yeah. we have to. We kind of yes, have to, right? Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. And and it also makes me think and kind of, it's kind of an odd note here, but you know how um, I always think about, remember Robin Williams, unfortunately, when he passed away, he, he took his own life. And I remember all this amazing retrospective stuff on TV about him because he was an amazing performer. And I was like, wow, he's gone. How is that? And then the next day, everyone's just moving on to their own thing, right? right? That people, like, it's almost like here, talked about, gone, forgotten, and not forgotten. And you know what I mean? We, we keep going. Well, that's another expression, right? Here today, gone tomorrow. Right. Because you, we just, because the world keeps spinning, right? Obviously for a family who has lost a loved one, their world kind of stops, but the show keeps going. Life keeps going. No matter who's gone, who's, who's here, who's not. It's, it's amazing to me. It really puts things in perspective. I think it's a great uh, thing to remember to keep yourself kind of in check. Right. Don't sweat the small stuff kind of thing. Yes. Which also makes me think of another expression, which is you're only as good as your last job. In in the acting world, you mean? Uh, well, it's primarily, I think, in the acting world, but it's mm -hmm. probably, again, applicable <laughs> in other businesses too. It's like who you are, what you do in life is how you're regarded, right? who you, mm -hmm. you know, who, what you say you do, what you stand for is how people judge you or, or regard you. Right. Um, so if you're, you know, for instance, so if you're out of work or if you get to the place in your life where you're retired, that's what people think of you as. But if you're a practicing whatever, right. then that's what people think of you. So as an actor, it's really tough because you're only working a very few moments of your life, as opposed to all the time that you spend seeking work. Mm -hmm. That saying that you're only as good as your last job makes me think of here today, gone tomorrow. It's like poor whoever who's who's dead. It's like you take the moment to go, oh wow, yeah. And then what what other choice do we have? But and to then you keep going. Exactly. That's right. Yeah. That's right. Carry on, as they say. Um, yes. And then and then actually somebody said this kind of ties into how. Um, nobody's indispensable right. uh, idea that exactly. the show must go on. Obviously the understudy will go on. So if you're not well or you aren't good anymore and somebody throws you out of a show, there's somebody else to take your place. Um, and that kind of happens just about everywhere in, in business as well. Um, so that nobody is really indispensable in a, in a big picture way. And ultimately, you know, they're just, Everything just keeps going. I think that's yes. kind of what the the biggest lesson, and and just really not a sad or bad thing, but a really cool, awesome perspective. I think. Yes, yes. I think this is why everybody should have to go to acting school and take acting classes and get that experience because it's so good for everybody as a person and who you are as a human. Yeah. 
Yeah, that's definitely, oh, I, I will I will save that topic for another podcast because I have a, a great um, Hugh Jackman tie-in oh, good. to that Oh, I want to hear idea. that. Oh, great. Yeah. Yeah. Not that I've met him or anything, but I will. I have him on my um, list of things to uh, people to meet because um, I want him to write a little forward something uh-huh. for my book, my book about the stage lessons. So I, I, I have big dreams. Big good. dreams. That's Dishman. great to have dreams. That's awesome. Yeah. Yeah, that's right. That's good. Because the show must go on. By the way, there's a great Queen song. You know that one? Of course. But that's a great Great tune, man. It's, it's all yep. the rage, of course, at the moment. Show must go on. Show must go on. The, the, big, the big win. Everybody go out and listen to that right now. There you go. All right, Fishy. All right, that's it for, for this time round. We have to go on with our lives. The show must go on. Even though we're going to end hours right now. But, oh, there you go. There you go. It will go on again. So come back. It will go on come again on, until back. next time, until we talk That's again. That's right. All right, Fishman. So is it the same song as we're having a good time? We're having no, a good nope, time. No, no, that's a different song. That no, nope. that's called Don't Stop Me Now oh, by okay. Queen. This song is the show. It literally is the title. The show must go on. Show must go on. They sing it a, a few times and I don't remember the rest of the lyrics, but it's a cool, it's a cool song. So go listen to it. All right, so uh, here we go. Goodbye. I'll see you next time. And what, Fishman? See you.